Hello and welcome to another episode of the Found in Christ podcast. Wow. Yay! Today I'm here with Weiwei again, backed yes. by popular demand. <laughs> and we are going to talk about Valentine's Day. Ooh. Ooh, that's right. Valentine's Day is coming up, guys. And I know that to some of you guys, it can be something so exciting and fun that you look forward to. But to many people as well, it can be a time where you dread because that's when the family will be asking you questions mm-hmm. and that's when maybe we'll be feeling lonely and it's the time to get your tub of ice cream and sit in front <laughs> of the TV like I've done for many Valentine's Day in the past. But yeah, today we are going to talk about it. We are going to talk about navigating loneliness during Valentine's Day and we are here to hopefully bring you hope in this situation and bring the love of Jesus in this whole situation as well. So um, yeah, our heart for this um, episode today is really just for you to know that you're not alone and for you to know that there is hope out there. Mm. So yeah, passing the floor to you, Weiwei. Um, how was your past Valentine's? <laughs> Let's talk about um, it. <laughs> okay, last year Valentine's, I think my husband and I, not husband and I, we just started dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so last Valentine's Day was really wholesome, Aww. really nice for me. But I remember like there were a few Valentine's days. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> there were a few Valentine's days that did not quite go the way that I expected it to. Mm-hmm. You know, like growing up in school, I would be like, oh, maybe a boy is going to ask me out. Oh. Yeah, and then like sometimes seeing like my other friends get like gifts and cookies mm-hmm. and flowers from the significant others, I feel like it can get really lonely. Oh, I can relate yeah. to that. I can relate to that. I'm like, everyone's getting a flower. Where is mine? I'm waiting for mine. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of the times, like, Valentine's Day for me sometimes brings to surface, like, the loneliness and Aww. insecurities. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the first time that I was actually, like, sexually harassed as an adult was on Valentine's Oh Day. no, yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> that is. And I think like that further like created very distorted concepts of love oh, no. in my mind. So like Valentine's Day is a day where I think love is so celebrated and magnified and yeah. amplified in so many people's lives that if you do not have the right perspective of love, that can get revealed really, really fast today, mm-hmm. like on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I can understand that and I'm so sorry to hear that Valentine's Day was when <laughs> something so terrible it's happened okay. to you. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm over it now mm-hmm. and Jesus heals. Yeah, so, that's yeah. right. That's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Like Jesus is restoring and has that's restored right. and you are happily married today. Yes. Um, but yeah, for me also, there were so many Valentines where I felt so lonely and I was just crying out to God for like the one, the man who is from him, who loves him and loves me. And, mm. um, you know, so many Valentines where I really like look to the like affirmation from people like i felt lonely because i was like trying to see like who's gonna ask me out who's gonna give me flowers or who's gonna make me feel like loved and secure and like Mm. like there were so many valentines where i spent like single and i just felt like so sad during that day um but i remember god also like comforting me during that time of like loneliness and really showing me that he loves me so so much Mm. and like i really didn't have to go look at all these other places like jesus will be my valentine you know (laughs) yeah yeah i think like to add to that like if 
you're alone on Valentine's Day and there's no one taking you out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of posts on Pinterest and Instagram being like, oh, take yourself out on a date <laughs> and do the self-care thing. But I would go a step further and say like, go out on a date with God. Go yeah. out on a date with Jesus. That's a like, terrific idea. Yeah, like bring, bring a journal and you know, go to your favorite cafe, do things that you love. But, mm-hmm. you know, journal. Like I had quite a few times in my singleness season where I just went out with my journal and my pen and mm-hmm. I just asked God like wow. what do you what do you think of me like who do you think I am in yeah. your eyes and I think just knowing that like it helped me realize that mm-hmm. even though I was um not attached mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that I'm any less loved yeah yeah so I would challenge all of you guys yeah. like, if you're listening to this if you're alone on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. you know um just go out get a journal, get a pen, and just ask God, like, who do you see me as? Yeah. Why do you love me? What do you love about me? Ask him to give you, like, a picture. Ask yeah. him to give you, like, words. And even just, like, you know, ask him, like, hey, like, what what's on your heart for me? And mm-hmm. I think, like, that would, that would actually, like, open up a new, like, um, understanding of love mm-hmm. for some of us out there. Yeah, that's yeah. so beautiful. I think, like, going on a date day with God, that's not something I... I did, you know, in my in my singleness, like um, during Valentine's Day, and I think that's a really great tip because, like, yeah, the world is all about like self care, take care of yourself, everything. <laughs> but no, no, don't don't take care of yourself. Go to God and let God take care of you. Yeah. Go to God and find comfort in Him, because I think like, yeah, we acknowledge that we need God. We acknowledge that like spending a date day with God is is amazing. But at the same time, I don't want to neglect the fact that. For those of you who are waiting for someone, like waiting for God to bring the one or the ones to you, um, like the the pain is still there. Like the the pain of waiting is still there. Mm. The the like longing is still there. The desire is still there. And if you have the desire to be with someone, it's okay. It's okay to have that desire and you know like process that desire to be with someone but at the same time you're alone on valentine's day it's okay to go through that whole processing of that emotions Mm. because like for me as well like when i was single and it was like yeah people are telling me like like spend time with god do all these things yeah i know but at the same time i'm just like but i still have this longing to be with someone and I, I guess it's okay to just like, you know, give that desire to God. Maybe mm-hmm. even ask God, like journal with him on Valentine's Day, like about what does he want for, for your future um, mm. husband or wife, you know, and what does he want you to be? Like what kind of attributes he wants you to have um, as a someone who is preparing to be a spouse. Mm. So like, I think like journaling and processing that whole thing with God can be really, really healing. Um, but yeah, we're at the same time, we're not neglecting the fact that, yeah, we do want to be with someone, you know? Yeah. And I think like, it's so beautiful to acknowledge that desire because like mm-hmm. for a long time, for me, after my past relationships, I've just kind of like, I don't want to get married and mm-hmm. just shove it aside. But like the fact that, you know, we are able to acknowledge that desire to yeah. hold in our hands, like, yeah. hey, like this has weight and I want it. Mm-hmm. It also means like, hey, God, like I get to give you something that costs me. I get to surrender something that actually costs me. Yeah. And there's joy in that. And I think like sometimes we struggle so hard with being alone Mm -hmm. because we actually don't like ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't like our thoughts. And when we're alone, there's nothing to distract us from our thoughts, nothing to distract us from ourselves. And I think um, the world offers like a very 
interesting view on self-love mm-hmm. where it offers a view of like everything that you need you can find it within yourself yeah right but i feel like the view that christianity offers is that we are not supposed to find it in ourselves yeah we find right? it in jesus we find it in christ we find it in community mm-hmm. if jesus chose to came through mary if jesus himself yeah. humbled himself to depend on people to yeah. fulfill his destiny right like what more us we need people yeah we need community we need god and i think for those who are feeling lonely on valentine's day and if you really resonate with the whole i really struggle to be with myself mm-hmm. um and like you just want to like get out of that silence and then just yeah. find the next distraction mm-hmm. um i would really just you know just take time to just sit and just feel those thoughts feel those yeah. emotions and What is it that you don't like about yourself? What is it that you struggle to accept about yourself? Wow. And then just write it all on. Like what I did was I really struggled with self-hatred. I really struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Right growing up I felt like I wasn't alone and I felt like I needed to earn love. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I wrote down everything that I did not like about myself. Every single thing. Like all the little things and all the big things. Like yeah. you know, I didn't like about myself. And then I just went to God with every single one of them being like, Okay, like what do you say about this? Mm, and even like going right. to the community, going to friends, going to people and asking them like, Hey, like, do you think I'm actually this kind of person? Asking my husband, asking yeah. You know, asking the right people. Asking the right people like who do you think I am in yeah. the eyes of God? Like who do you think I really am? Like what do you love about me? Mm-hmm. And just choosing to, you know, redefine those things and rewrite yeah. those things. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Like take these va- take these take this <laughs> <laughs> take this Valentine's Day as an opportunity to redefine the things that you don't like about yourself, to challenge mm-hmm. those beliefs and to come up with a greater understanding of love and being loved. Yeah. You know? I think I think that's so incredible like the way you put it. about like you know it's so hard for us to be in that rest with like mm. just us and god and just us and our thoughts that's why a lot of this world is like using a lot of things to numb yourself like even going out to fr- with friends that could be a way to numb yourself but healing begins when you sit in the quiet with god mm. healing begins when you shut the door and you just process things with god and that's when we learn to tear down the layers and we learn to allow God in and allow the light in and shut and allow God to shine light to like our pain our brokenness and our wounds and everything mm-hmm. and that's when we transform and we 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 take a step out of that room being a little more whole and a little more secure mm-hmm. and i think that's the beauty of just feeling the emotions and processing the emotions instead of like running away and trying to numb yourself mm-hmm. through that pain Yeah, it's okay to hurt, guys. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to process all these things. Like we have also gone through like our fair share of yeah, I mean for Still me as going well, through. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, self-hatred, doubt, like all these things. And like go back to the word of God. What does God say about you? Because that's the ultimate truth. Measure it up. Yeah, so like that's so incredible. Um but what would you, you know, like give as a tip to those who are really struggling with like loneliness in this season um you know besides like processing it mm. find community mm. and find people like i'm still learning this like i struggle yeah. a lot with being vulnerable mm-hmm. but it's so important to have actually people who are willing to walk with you yeah. who are willing to journey with you who yeah. understand who keep yeah. you accountable like there's so much value in friendships mm-hmm. There's there so is. much value in community, in church, yeah. in family. Like, I would say that you know, um, while waiting for your husband, 
get to meet those who will become your bridesmaids and groomsmen. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love like, that. Yeah, like don't don't get to the point where you find your husband and then there's no one to walk, wow. walk down with you on the aisle. Yeah. Take the time to cultivate friendships. Take the time to cultivate relationships. That's and right. And find those who, you know, the day that you get married, they've been with you the entire journey mm-hmm. and they will celebrate with you and champion you. Yeah. So yeah, like before you find your husband, before you find your wife, take this time to actually get to meet those who will become your bridesmaids, your groomsmen. Yeah. Get to meet those who, you know, will understand the wrestle, and the day that you get married, to say I do with those people by your side is the yeah. most satisfying and most wholesome wow. thing. Wow, yeah. that's so incredible. Yeah, you know, like, you don't want to end up, like, in, in the <laughs> wedding with no bridesmaids yeah. or, like, groomsmen. Um, so, like, building your community around you, people who are prayerful, people who love you so much, that is a great help, um, mm. you know, especially even when you're lonely. But, yeah, don't use that to numb yourself. Use that as a support, but ultimately go to God first and go to God for your healing and your restoration. Yeah, yeah, but another thing I want to address about Valentine's Day is like um, people think that Valentine's Day, like love sometimes is all about all the big, big things that people can do, like about the roses people can buy or like the gifts or the dates or the fancy things that um, either a guy or a girl can do for you. Um, But I just want to say that like, the most important thing is does the person love God? Does the person, like, you know, what you said in the previous time you were here, like, does the person carry, like, the fruits of the Spirit? So, like, because we have such a, um, sometimes a distorted view of love, like, on Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, where we think it's all about all these other things. But, like, yeah, maybe, Weiwei, you can share about, like, how you, in the past, also had a distorted view on, like, love and how you Mm -hmm. found, like, clarity. Yeah, um, I would start by quoting 1 Corinthians 13, Mm -hmm. you know, like, especially the Passion Translation. I was reading the Passion Translation recently, Mm -hmm. and that wrecked me so much. And it was, love is patient, love is kind. It it talks about love, like love is a safe place of Mm -hmm. shelter, and it never stops. Love doesn't stop loving, like love never fails. And it's all of those things, I I recommend every one of you read it (laughs) in all the different translations. But... Yeah, like going back to that place of, you know, what is love? What is love? And um, in First Corinthians, it also says that if I prophesy and yet without love, I'm a clanging symbol. If yeah. I offer myself to be a martyr and burnt at the stake and I do not have love, then yeah. it's meaningless. It talks about all of these things you can do in the name of God, yeah. but it would all be meaningless without love, yeah. without your love for God, without your love for people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, read First Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to just go in one point. Um, the one verse that I read in First Corinthians, mm-hmm. it, it says like, love is a safe place of shelter. Mm-hmm. And for me, like in my previous relationships, I didn't feel safe. Like mm-hmm. I was in um, relationships that I felt were really unstable, but yet I was drawn to the instability because like, mm-hmm. you know, daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was used to growing up without a stable, present father figure. So mm. I gravitated to men who were emotionally unavailable, very unstable. Yeah. And yeah, I was in relationships that I didn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of us like stay in relationships that we don't feel safe in. Yeah. That really aren't safe. Like you really don't feel safe with this person. They're yeah. untrustworthy. They are verbally abusive mm-hmm. and all of those things. And we stay because we think like, oh, but he buys me flowers. Yeah. Yeah, but he does this for me, but but he he does that. And we forget 
mm-hmm. that what God said is love is patient, love is kind, and yeah. all of those things. Like, honestly, like if you are struggling to decide, hey, is this relationship good? Does this person really love me? Read First Corinthians thirteen, and when it says like love is patient, love is kind, replace it with your name. Like yeah. my husband's name is Russell, right? So Russell is patient, Russell is kind, and read it. And if it, it really is true that if the person really does that, then it's like yeah. wow, they really do carry love. But if they yeah. don't, and usually not a lot of people do, you know, because we are all works in progress. Yeah. But if it's like to a point where you don't feel safe with that person, mm-hmm. or you feel like there's a very weird sense of uneasiness you feel like you have to be another person when you're with them um the version of um them like the type of person that you hear from their friends and the person he is with you is very different like Mm -hmm. these inconsistencies these feelings of red flags yeah red flags (laughs) like these things that make you don't not feel safe i would i would strongly encourage you to reevaluate and think like hey does this person really love me yeah and is this really a good relationship a loving relationship yeah i yeah. think i think i want to like touch on that as well like um in the past also i was in like relationships that weren't like glorifying god and and i remember feeling so insecure i remember feeling so insecure about myself and i felt like i had to really always have like a lot of nice makeup on i had to wear like sexy clothes i had to like do so much to like yeah make them approve of me or like quote unquote like love me so tiring it was so tiring (laughs) that's why it was like yeah it was just a whole performance and an insecurity like act you know like um and and i i just remember um there was someone i had a situationship with and i remember uh, like we were both in church together and he had seen someone um, like a girl who was very attractive and, and then after that just ignored me for those few minutes and and I remember like walking back like to where Wait, I was so he was, he was walking with you and then yeah. he saw a girl yeah. and then he just ignored yeah. you <laughs> what? yeah I know Whoa. don't ask me why I got into these situations I have no answer for you but <laughs> But yeah, like I remember walking back to where I was staying and I remember I just heard this voice in my head like, you're not supposed to feel this insecure. Like a relationship is not supposed to make you feel so insecure. A guy is not supposed to make you feel so insecure. Mm -hmm. And like when I talk about insecurity here, I mean like, you just don't have that confidence to be 100% yourself Mm -hmm. like with this person. And I've never had that like up until... No offense to all the people I've dated. <laughs> I'm not trying to poo-poo on them. Um, but I'm just being really real here, right? Like, I've really never felt that security to be, like, 100% myself until I've dated, started dating Gabe. And I'm like, whoa, I feel so secure to just be fully myself. Like, I can sing, I can dance, I can have no makeup on my face, I can fully talk about God, I can share all my testimonies, I can be so hyper and excited about it. And I don't feel like anything I'm doing is going to make him love me like less. Mm. And I feel like that is a good measure of like um, a relationship that is like that makes you feel loved versus Mm. a relationship that doesn't make you feel loved. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that was like my like what I've gone through on like Valentine's Day um, as well like in the past. But um, wait, wait, what do you walk us through? Like maybe more of like the red flags that you've experienced or you've seen people go through as well. Mm. Okay. Um. I would. I would say. Okay. Number one. <laughs> I need to put a disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> this is based off my experience. Okay. And uh, please 
um, do your own homework with God, have a conversation <laughs> with God and leadership about it. Don't break up with someone just because I say it's a red flag, okay? Yeah. Um, but yeah, disclaimer over, don't fight me on Instagram, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, like, I was in a kind of abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And I remember my biggest wrestle was like, man, if I walk away from this guy, that God sent to love me, then no one else will love me anymore. Oh, I can relate to that! <laughs> I can relate to that! Oh my yeah. gosh! Like, I was so scared of walking away from him because I was like, what if I give up on the one? What if I'm not being faithful to God? Yeah, what like, if like, I walk away from all the signs and all the confirmations? Is this guy really the one? And then you end up not married for the rest of your life because you, you walk away from yeah, this. Oh like, I was so scared of like walking away. And at that point, when I was thinking about it, like when I was like, wrestling with like should I break up, should I not break up, should I break up, should I not break up. Like I would say that the relationship had already gotten like kind of toxic. But I still wanted to stay because the lie that I believed was no one will love me except for this guy. Mm. No one will love me. That is such a lie. That is yeah, such a lie. And I feel true. like so many people believe that lie. And it's so heartbreaking. Like I even see personally like people stay in like really toxic relationships like like, even if you're non-Christian, you can tell that it's toxic, you know? Yeah. Um, but because of, like, brokenness and, yeah, believing the lie that only this person will love them. Yeah, and can I just say, like, that's not true. That's right. not true. Mm-hmm. Like, if a person, like, for me and my experience with my husband, like, he doesn't just convince me and tell me that, hey, I will love you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. He actually helps me to see that there are other people around me that love me for me too. Yeah. And then like makes me aware of like godly relationships, godly community. Yeah. And yeah, like he doesn't um, isolate me. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I feel like in my past, um, like relationships with which were not healthy as well. <laughs> I, I would see a pattern of them really wanting to isolate you. Oh. So they're, they'll, they'll make you want to like be offended with everyone and be offended like with the church and with like your connect group and everything. Oh, we were wow. in the same connect group last time. Yes, 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 yes we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, that's was why. Your, I was a connect leader. Right? Yes, yeah. that's why I was so offended and stuff because I was being, Oh, you I know, did not like, know this yeah. up until this conversation. Okay, wow. yeah, now you know. Like, now I, was, I know. <laughs> I was offended with the connect. I was offended with like, everyone and I didn't even know why I was so offended and I realised that it was because this person, okay, not putting all the blame on him but it played a part. I like, you were seeing yeah. someone back then like what? No, no, you know, you know. This this person was sowing a lot of seeds of like, why is this person saying this? Why is this leader saying this? Why can why is this person doing this and blah blah blah? But it's like all just sowing seeds of like offense in me, so I have no one else to depend on but this person. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that is such a red flag. Like isolation is such a red flag. Like yeah. if you look around your circle right now. And you realize you have no one else but this person. I think you gotta do some evaluation yeah. because that's not healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy to just be you and this person, and y'all are on an island, mm-hmm. like alone. Because we're made for community. Yeah, and like I mean, it's okay to spend time with this person like one on one, like like sometimes, but not like not like twenty four seven. Just you and this person, and you have no other friends. Mm-hmm. And this person also has no other friends. Like that is kind of a red flag. Um, in my opinion and yeah. I think that yeah you gotta do some re- evaluation 
Because, I mean, in the end, like what Weiwei said, right? If we isolate ourselves also, like, on the wedding day, it's just going to be you and them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I know some people are into that, you know, elope and all of that. But for mm-hmm. me and my experience getting married, I wanted to have, like, a small thing. But I think I was so glad to have friends and family that... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and coming as coming from a married person, like my husband actually encourages me to actually talk to my own mentors, develop mm-hmm. a relationship with people who yeah. I look up to and want to be mentored by, um, seek out peers that are going through similar seasons with yeah. me. And he actually encourages me to have a social life. Yeah, you that's know? good. I like, love that. It's great. And can I just say something like about the whole isolation thing? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing to the thing that made me reflect was like thinking about my ex back then like I had this thought of does he love me or does he only love the way that I make him feel mm. and in in the bubble of isolation it's like oh I depend on him right yeah. so he feels empowered by me depending on him in a health unhealthy way yeah and yeah like if you need me to woman down for you to man up it's not me that needs to woman down <laughs> you get what I mean yeah yeah Wow, yeah. that is, yeah, that's definitely, like, isolation, guys. Gotta reevaluate that. And, yeah, like, if you are really struggling with a relationship and you're kind of afraid to leave because you're, you know, afraid to be lonely and stuff, we really encourage you to go and seek counsel. Like, go and seek your leaders. Go talk to them. Go process them. Find someone you trust. I know it's hard to find people you trust um, nowadays, especially, like, leaders. Sometimes they can also hurt you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, like, uh, I would encourage you to try a little harder. Like, if one person doesn't work out, maybe another person will be there for you as a leader to love on you and counsel you and walk you through that. Yeah, because, I, I mean, like, we've talked about, like, um, hurt by other people before, like, yeah. church hurt before as well. And, um, like, yeah, you're not going to always have, like, every single leader and every single member who has your back, but there will be someone out there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, for those who are in toxic relationships, you are not alone and you can get out of this and it is a cycle that can be broken. Um, I know, like we both know, we've both been through father issues. Mm. Um, I think it's very important this Valentine's Day to, um, I guess, do some reflecting. We're not encouraging you to break up. We're not encouraging (laughs) you to make any yes, drastic decisions. Yeah, drastic decisions. Don't, don't do it because um, Ashira said so. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't hold me to this. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's good to evaluate once in a while also, like do some reflection whether this relationship really has red flags mm. or not, whether it's toxic or not. And like process it with God. Like I think another thing that's so important is also having peace. Yes. Like the shalom peace. Yes. Um, I remember speaking to a pastor and he said like, you can't like fake the shalom peace. Like you, you have this shalom peace, this supernatural peace when you are, you know, walking like with God, and mm. and it and it can't be like you, you have it and then you don't have it. It's yes. like yeah, you can't half have peace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think in, I think the passion. It says like the fruits of the spirit are all of the different expressions of love. Yeah. Right. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, and all of these are like different expressions of love. I think one translation said that, quote me if I'm wrong. But yeah, like really do check the fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm. Like what, you know, we've talked about in the previous podcast where, yeah, yeah, check the fruits of the spirit in the relationship. And before all of you are being like, oh, you're over-spiritualizing it. Who doesn't want to be in a relationship with love, joy, peace, patience, (laughs) kindness, goodness, gentleness, you know, all these things, you know? Yeah, 
And like since we were talking about red flags, like we're also gonna go into like green flags. Like wait, wait, why don't you name me some of like the green flags that you see right now, um, like in your in your marriage that was different? Mm, I think number one is definitely, um, you know, like shame, guilt, and fear are so far away. Well, wow. from our relationship, mm-hmm. like. I never need to be afraid of like telling him things. I'm still working on that, yeah. obviously. But like, perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. Right. And God's perfect love casts out fear in us. But as Christians, as people who are called to love, mm-hmm. I think like a culture of no fear. Yeah. Was so evident in our marriage where we actually open up to each other about really, really like mm. gnarly things yeah. about our past, and there was no fear, no judgment, no condemnation, no shame, no guilt. Mm-hmm. Like there was just so much of freedom. To be able to talk and work through things honorably yeah. with boundaries at our own pace, and yeah, no shame. Like he doesn't shame me for anything that I did. Mm-hmm. I can confidently say up until this point, in like I think one year and two months of mm-hmm. us being together, <laughs> my husband has never shamed me for that. anything that I did, and I realized that you know sometimes. We can do that. Like we can, you know, manipulate people through that, through yeah. shaming and fear. Yeah, definitely. Like in my very unhealthy phase, I've definitely like guilt tripped people. You know. Yeah. Right. And I feel like if you were in a healthy relationship, green flag is like fear, guilt, shame, far away from you. Hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's a really good one. Um. I think like with with my current relationship as well, I feel like I have a safe space to mm. talk, and I also can open up about. The deepest, darkest things that even like painful things that happened in my childhood that no one knows about, mm. and it's um I don't feel like he's gonna judge me, and um like another thing is that I don't have the fear that he's gonna like scream at me, yeah, or like scold me or hit me, mm. um because like for me, uh in in past like relationships there were. A lot of instances. I don't even know why I dated these people. Sorry, <laughs> no offense, but really, I don't know. But there were a lot of instances where they legit publicly embarrass me. They would scream at me in public, mm. like, or they would make a scene where the whole yeah. restaurant could wow. see us, or like they would like snatch, like hold my bag and my phone so I couldn't like walk away. And this was in Who public. Who are these people? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't ask me. Like that was broken Ashira dating broken people in broken patterns, and like God has redeemed. So thank, yeah. thank the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I I was used to that. I thought that that was normal. So mm. in in a healthy relationship, I'm like, I don't know, kind of expecting or fearing it to wow. happen. And I'm like, okay, like there were so many times where I'm like telling Gabe, like, okay, don't hit me. Okay, don't hit my face. And he's like, why would I hit you? Like, why would I hit your face? And I'm like, no, just in case. I'm just telling you, just in case. And like, you know, that I was just so used to that oh. cycle of like. Brokenness, that cycle of like being embarrassed in public,、mm. or like all those toxic things that I, I didn't even know. Like oh, health a healthy relationship means these things don't happen, you know. Yeah. So I mean, that's like we don't shame you, right? Like if you're in that cycle, we really don't judge you, out because we've been in so many cycles.、Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really just bringing to light like everything right now. This is not okay. Yeah,、This、it's not, not okay, okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it, but then, but yeah, I hope you know now that. Yeah. It is not okay for people to abuse you, mistreat you, manipulate you, gaslighting, especially.、Mm. I think gaslighting was 
get I had to watch like psychological videos to understand. Yeah, because I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was crazy. You thought you were being the Lulu. Yeah, I thought I was you being the like, Lulu. You thought you were being insane. Yeah. You were making things up. Yeah. yeah, I had to Google that too. Yeah, so I had to watch these psychological videos to like understand. Oh, actually, I'm not crazy. Mm. Actually, I'm being gaslit. That's the yes. thing, and that's the yes. term for it. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think like a little segue, but this just came into mind. Like if you actually broke up and came out of these relationships, right? Like the past and how it happened wasn't your responsibility, but where you're going from here or not is. That's right. So it can be very easy. Like for me especially, like I wrestle with this to blame who I am now because of the people that I've dated. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, because they gaslit me because they did this, they did that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the more helpful thing is, yeah, grieve that. Like yeah. grieve that, but also Process take it. accountability and ownership for yeah. what you contributed to. You know, like a lot of the times, like I think, yeah, like you can be a victim of the circumstance, but mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's your broken mindsets, it's all yeah. of your self-doubt, your low self-worth that kept you in that space for yeah. longer than wow. you need to, right? right? So if you broke up or I think you're breaking up because you suspect it's a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like do that, grieve and go through all of the things, go through the emotions, talk to a counselor, yeah. but also take ownership, even yeah. if you don't break up from yeah. a really toxic relationship, if you just broke up, period, right? Like, don't blame the person. Don't, like, you know, be like, oh, he's like that. That's why I'm like this now. No, yeah. like, take ownership. Take yeah, ownership. But, but just a disclaimer, mm. in, in abusive situations where you're being assaulted, gaslit, everything, it's, it's not, not your, your fault. fault. Definitely not your, not your fault. Yes. We're talking about take ownership for, like, the other parts yes. where, like, for example, I mean, we are the ones who who willingly got into these relationships. Yeah. Like, we're talking about those parts. We're not talking about the abuse and mm-hmm, the assault. Mm-hmm. Like, fault. that's not your fault. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it's okay to acknowledge that, yeah, we, because of our brokenness, we have chosen to date, date these people. We have mm. chosen to be in, um, you know, like, these patterns. Yeah. Um, we're acknowledging that because, because I think, like, yeah, taking ownership is a, it's a step for us to like move forward. Yes. Yeah, but we are not talking about abuse or assault. Like we no, do not condone yeah, these We don't condone it. We We're not saying support. any of this is your fault. Yes. Yeah, we are just talking about like if you're in a relationship um, and like we put, our, put ourselves in these situations. Although we get hurt, being hurt is not your fault. But being in the relationship is kind of us participating in it as well. Mm, and yeah. we have to take ownership and accountability for that and then move on from it. Yes. And even if you aren't breaking out from a toxic relationship, like, um, yeah, like, just take re- take ownership and reflect on, like, hey, like, I think there are things that I can do better as well. It can be very easy to blame the other party. I'm not talking about abusive relationships. I'm yeah. talking about normal. It just didn't work out. It can yeah. be very easy to blame the other party. Yeah. Right? Especially with the height of emotions. But I would really suggest to do the humble thing of just hey like i think i can mm-hmm. improve yeah right yeah. yeah like i mean we can't change like the past most of the time we can't change i mean we can't at all what am i saying <laughs> we can't mm. change the past <laughs> at all and we can't um change the things that has happened to us but we can take ownership of what's going on in our lives right now yes and you know we are able to say no we are able to say no to abusive relationships. We are able to say no to manipulation and control. We are able to say no to toxic patterns. We are able to say enough is enough. Mm. We are daughters and you know sons of the Most High that we don't have to go through this any longer. Mm. We have this love from God. We have this authority from God. 
and we can step out of that. Mm-hmm. So that is taking ownership as you know, like a child of God, and taking ownership as a as a person that God loves to be able to walk out and you know, like not. It's kind of like taking back the control. Yes. Like everything that anyone has ever said over you, anything that anyone has subjected to you, you know, all this time. Um, like I mean, I'm talking about situations where you really can take back control. Like, I mean, some because some people I know that they're being threatened and things like that. Mm. Um, we're not talking about these situations, but we're talking about situations where, yeah, you're able to walk out, you're able to say no and take back control. We're telling you to take back control today, right now. Walk away if it's abusive. Walk away if it's hurting you. Walk away if it's manipulative, controlling. You know, mm. um, really, and just find a healing in God. Yeah, and trust that God has better. Yeah, really trust that God has better. And just because you walk away from this one person doesn't mean you're not gonna marry a good man yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. There's redemption in the whole story. Um, and one more group of people I want to address before we end. Um, are, are those who have recently broken up, mm. and those who have actually already left like toxic or abusive relationships? Mm. Um, I want to say, you left your Egypt, you left the place where you were enslaved, but you were comfortable. Yeah. Don't go back to it. Yeah, and I would even just go further and add to that. Exodus was a book where God didn't just take people out of Egypt. He had to take the Egypt out of people. He wow. had to take the mindsets that they learned from Egypt out of them. Mm-hmm. And there was one place where they were like, you know, did you just take us here to suffer? I forgot where it was, but it was like, we just want to go back to Egypt. Yeah. At least they have like food there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sometimes we tend to have this thing where we want to go back because we're so used to it. Yeah. You go back not because it's good, but because you're comfortable, yeah. right? And that's what you're used to. That's what you're you're okay with. Yeah. But I would really encourage you, yeah, stay out of your Egypt and allow God to take the Egypt out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And and a practical like modern day example of that is like, I mean, if you were staying with your boyfriend and that boyfriend Move was out. Yeah. And and I mean maybe that boyfriend is like buying your food and your groceries and but that boyfriend is like abusing you so you moving out could be like a huge struggle because yeah. maybe you need to earn more money to like pay rent and like live on your own and buy your own food and things like that but it's so much more worth it like having that struggle and living in freedom like true freedom because you're not no longer abused or manipulated or controlled rather than like living in that comfort where like yeah maybe this person is rich maybe this person can pay your rent or give mm. you food or whatever but like how long more will you tolerate like any manipulation or control or abuse like mm. you know your life is so much more precious than this your life yeah. is worth so much more than this and just cause you leave now and you're in discomfort doesn't mean it's going to be like that forever mm. god is working all things out for the good of those who love him god is writing a beautiful love story for you right now yes and you just gotta submit to god and obey him and trust him trust yeah. him don't don't try to make your own plans like trust his plans yeah and i would even add to that and say that the wilderness was where god revealed his heart to his people yeah and if you're in this place this wilderness right now this is a beautiful season where in your brokenness god wants to reveal his heart to you the mm-hmm. bible says like he's close to the brokenhearted yeah right like in the wilderness was where god provided for his people in a way that he like like bread fell from the sky manna yeah. fell from the sky for 40 years <laughs> for 40 years 
Yeah. I read it again and I realized that it was for 40 years. For 40 years, they didn't have to work, they didn't have to do anything, they just stayed in the desert yeah. and bread just fell in the sky from for 40 years. Yeah, and maybe God is taking you away from your Pharaoh because he wants to be your provider. Amen. You know? That's right. Yeah. That's so incredible. Wow. Wait, wait, this is such a good session. <laughs> I just feel like my heart is so broken right now for any um, woman especially that is going through any um, has gone through or are going through any you know toxic relationship or manipulative or controlling or abusive relationship like we love you so so much and we really hope that you can get out of that situation um like yeah wait wait let's pray for them before we end this okay already let's pray god we thank you god for everyone who's tuning in right now yeah we thank you god for every single person from the bright-eyed the hopeful to the broken-hearted yeah and we thank you for every single one of them god i pray oh god that this valentine's day oh god a day where love is celebrated yeah i pray oh god that you will celebrate those who are far from love Amen. for those who are still discovering what love is yeah. and for those who are only just realizing what love really is yeah. i pray that you reveal yourself to every single person Amen. who is listening to this podcast and even for people who are wrestling with the breakup, who are mm-hmm. wrestling with the wilderness, who are wrestling yeah. with the Egypt, God, I thank you, God, that you're not far from them. Mm-hmm. And I thank you, God, that I even just feel as I'm praying this, that there's kind of like this feeling of like, you will you will understand. Like there's the assurance like, hey, like something good is around a corner. If mm-hmm. only you knew, if only you know, if only you know what's ahead, if only yeah. you know what's ahead. If only you know what's ahead. Yeah. So God, even though we don't know exactly what's ahead, we trust that you're a good dad. Amen. We trust that you're a good God. Amen. And that our promised land is in the front. In the front? Yeah. <laughs> our promised land is ahead of us, God. Amen. As you're walking away from our Egypt. Yeah. So God, we thank you, God, for that. We bless every single person and have a good Valentine's Day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's so incredible. Yeah, remember that god is really just working all things out for your good if it's not good yet he's not done and we really hope that you have a blessed valentine's day as you spend it with god and people you love and we love you guys so much thank you for watching to this episode of found in christ and don't forget to follow us on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and all our platforms and yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much, Weiwei, for being here. It's this great. is so incredible. Um, let me know if you want to see Weiwei again. <laughs> Another recurring guest. And yeah, this is so good. Thank you guys so much for watching. Till next time. Bye. Oh! Praise God. Amen. Okay. That's right. Everything was for a reason. Uh, We've gone through all we've gone through for a reason.